2: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Drop Podcast. I am Lance Descott, and it's time for another game recap of the Blues. Game two of the season, of the 2017-18 season, the Blues would be at home for their home opener, and it was a big night. Uh, they honored a former Blue uh, who recently passed away a couple months ago, Noel Picard. His family was there, and it was nice to see uh, old number four's family uh, get uh, you know appreciated that their dad was so much for the Blues, and and I'm sure that the Blues meant a lot to him. And uh, everybody that's from St. Louis knows Noel, and I'm sure that it was awesome for all the fans there, too, and the players. And uh, another number four would come into play later and have part of the game. Uh, that would be uh, Joel Edmondson, but we'll get into that later. The Blues wanted to continue to play well, as they did against Pittsburgh. I know there was a few times towards the end of the game against Pittsburgh – that they kind of lapsed a little bit, but I thought some of those calls were kind of weak by the ref. But anyway, the Blues wanted to start off hot at home, and it wouldn't be easy because their old coach, Ken Hitchcock, who for some reason is being picked to be coach of the year, uh, which I'm not quite understanding because he has the same a similar team that finished with 70-some-odd points last year, but uh, I'm sure he'll eventually make them better, but the Blues uh, didn't want them to be better in this game. They would come out really, really good, Dallas would in the first couple minutes and really put pressure on Jake Allen. And he would have to come up big to keep this game 0-0 zero to zero early in the first period.
0: Tuzo dropped the mitts with Roussel a minute into the game. Yeah, that was here at Scott Trey. Dallas won for four last night on the power play. Save Allen. Rebound. Oh, another save oh. by Jake Allen with the glove. And he has it.
3: He had to get that left pad down along the ice quickly on the first one, and then he stuck with it.
2: Jake looked awesome in the first period, and the Blues really didn't look a lot like themselves. They were allowing Dallas to really, really get in on Jake, and they spent a lot of time in the Blues' end. Uh, Jake had to be sharp last night, and he was when the Blues needed him to. It would take some time for the Blues to get a little momentum to where they would start putting pressure on Lettinen. Uh, yeah, Of course, Ben Bishop was out with the... Uh, a nasty cut on his face, which he got in the home opener against uh, the Vegas Knights in which uh, it looked, it looked really, really bad for, for him. And we hope that he gets better. The former St. Louis product in St. Louis blue. He really, really took a hard shot and it hit his mask so hard. It put a gash of probably, I don't know, two inches under his eye. And it's better to take a precaution with him and set him out. Cause I'm sure he would have loved nothing better than to come back and beat his old team in his old hometown. So the Blues finally got on board, and you're not going to believe who got them on board first. It's a guy that didn't score any goals all last year, but I think he's jealous of the rest of these defensemen scoring like they did in that first game. And Carl Gunnarsson, the unlikely hero, put the Blues up one to nothing in the first period.
0: Dallas able to tip it at the line, kept in by Tarasenko, dropped past Stasny. Here's Gunnarsson, back in front. Stasny shoots, and a save rebound. They score!
3: Gunnarsson didn't have one last year but we talked about what he did in the opener at Pittsburgh similar part of the ice reading the play jumping in there and he made a terrific pass back to Stastny here he just banks this right off the defenseman Dan Hanhoos.
2: great goal by Gunnarsson nice to see a guy get a goal that normally is not known for his goal scoring but the f- defensemen have really been carrying the blues this year I mean It's awesome to see them do that because the Blues, as I said in my first podcast of the season, they really need those defensemen to come up, and that's what's different with this Coach Mike coach team. They're different than Hitchcock. Hitchcock's all about safety, stopping those odd man rushes, stopping teams from getting control in the end, stopping teams from getting through that neutral zone, and the Blues want to do that too, but they also, when there's opportunities, they want their defensemen to come up and really become part of the play, and Sabotka had a great play in there, that passed to Stasny. Stasny shot it the rebound went to Gunnarsson side of the goal just a great great goal for Carl Gunnarsson his first of the year Stasny gets his second assist of the year and of course Vladdy Sobotka gets his third assist of the year two good games for Sobotka nice to see that and that was at nine minutes and 50 seconds into the first period the Blues would continue to keep the puck out of their end Jake had to make a few saves here and there but the Blues would get on the board again just about uh, a minute and 34 seconds after the Gunnarsson goal, and it would be none other than the guy who played big last year on the defensive side. That's Joel Edmondson, and we're expecting a lot from Joel this year.
0: And the Blues stay with the program. Good feedback, wide open for Petrangelo. Right in. He scores fire. Joel Edmondson. Are you kidding me? 2 nothing.
3: The Blues deer on fire. He had three goals in the playoffs last year. One was an overtime game winner on the left side of your screen. Petrangelo buys some time here. Freezes the forward and plays it right to Edmondson, who just snaps it by the goaltender.
2: Edmondson, of course, took over uh, Shattenkirk's spot from being uh, Petrangelo's uh, line mate there on the D, and he's looked great. You know, There was a few times last year when it first started, he kind of had to, to work into that. But I think this guy's going to be a very good defenseman in this league. And the key to this was Petrangelo getting the puck and waiting and waiting and waiting and letting and thought he was going to let it go. And just at the last minute, passed it to uh, Edmondson over on the side. And nobody was watching Edmondson. It shocked me. It almost looked like a power play because he was over there on his own and Petrangelo seen him perfectly, gave him the puck and he put it behind Lettin, And that goal was at 11 minutes and 14 seconds in. As I said, Petrangelo was key on that play with that big, big time of holding the puck, kind of deeking a little bit to get uh, Lettin to move a certain way. And Schwartz, of course was awesome on that and gets an assist. His third Petrangelo gets his first assist. The blues are up two to one. So at this point, Dallas still is getting some pressure, but not as much pressure as the Blues are getting on Lutton. And that pressure would pay off with the third goal of the first period by Jaden Schwartz. Man, Jaden Schwartz is looking good this year.
0: And that was tip wide. Great pass in front. Yashkin. The short shot. Oh, He stays unbelievable. These two are
3: going to be fun to watch. Oh my heads up play there yaskin started it with a good shot off the wing that rang off the glass then this play develops and schwartz buys some time
2: i tell you what guys the shin schwartz yaskin line looks really really good yashkin had some good opportunities last night and he looks a little better than he did last year looks like he's playing with a little more confidence it's great to see that because the Blues need him to play a little bit better. Need last year it was so up and down, and they're giving him a chance to do that on this line with Jaden Schwartz and the newly acquired Braden Shin. Braden Shin is going to be good for this team, really good for this team. It looked like Schwartz and Shin have played together for a couple years. I mean, these guys knew where each other were. There were some backhand passes, some blind passes. Just great to see these guys gelling like they did. That goal was uh, Jaden Schwartz's first of the season of many, I'm sure. I think he had 19 last year and 28 the year before, so he's looking to bounce back a little bit. Yashkin had an assist, like I said, and Shin gets his second assist. 14 minutes and 50 seconds in. That is the way the period would end, 3 to nothing Blues. You know, there was the first part of the period where Dallas really dictated the play, but I think between about the 9-minute mark up to about 16 minutes in, the Blues were the ones dictating the play. Dallas had a couple opportunities late. But none of them came to fruition because Jake Allen was there to stop it when they did have an opportunity, including this one, with just about 10 seconds left in the first period.
0: Out high to Klingberg, 12 to go in the period. Sagan hard shut Oh, what a save by Jake Allen on Jamie Benn. He
3: cannot believe that he didn't score. Holy jumping, what a save that is.
2: You guys should have seen the look on Jamie Benn's face. It was a total look of, huh? what i didn't score there jake's glove was in the perfect position and i've seen some players look like that before but it was just total shock i mean jamie Ben, 99.9 percent of the time would score on that i mean and against most goalies great save by jake he kept them in the game allowed the blues to take charge at the end of the third period and going or sorry into the first period and going out of the first up three to nothing second period would start and Dallas would play really, really well on that second period. They would put a ton of shots on Jake. But Jake just stood tall time after time after time. And the Blues weren't able to score anymore on Letton. And Letton kind of locked it down a little bit. Dallas closed some things off in their defensive scheme. You could tell they changed a few things around by the position of their defenseman. And uh, it kind of stopped the Blues' momentum a little bit. But uh, the Blues still played Pretty good in that second period. I'd say Dallas did carry the play, but the Blues did play decently in that second period, and Jake Allen stood on his head. So going out of the second, the Blues are up three to nothing. You know Ken Hitchcock's teams, you know, whether you're a fan of Ken Hitchcock or not, they're gonna come out sometime and give you a push. The push would be in the third period, and that push would come early and it would give them a goal and get them on the board to cut this game down to a little more manageable to three to one when Klingberg put one past Jake Allen on a power play and Dallas is back in the game.
0: Trying to find a free Dallas star to get the puck to. Decides on Klingberg, deflection by Tyler Sagan. The stars are on the board, a power play goal, and it's 3-1 St. Louis. Well, they found a couple different ways to get pucks back here when it was along the wall, but again, it's about traffic in front of the net. To the point, Jamie Benn plants himself there. It's not a flyby; He stays there, he gets out of the way just at the last second. But by now, he's already got the vision taken away from Allen. Exactly what you want. John Klingberg finds a nice lane through there. But again, it's about traffic. There's a rocket off the stick of John Klingberg too. I'm pretty sure it was deflected, are you? It, it, It looks like it.
2: Well, it was not deflected. It was a great goal by Klingberg. Jamie Benn was in front of the goal. And I tell you, you've got to give him enough credit. He was robbed of that goal earlier in the game, but he kept going to the net. And whether you like Jamie Benn or not, and I'm wrong because I said that about Hitchcock too. Whether you like Jamie Benn or not, he's not one of my favorite players, but you got to give the guy some credit. He goes to the net, he takes the punishment. He was right in the perfect spot at the perfect time and moved out of the way just for the puck to go flying over Jake Elliott's glove, left side shoulder. And it just went right up over. And I think Jake was expecting to be on his right side, but not much Jake can do great shot by Klingberg and it gets them back at the game. It's three to one. It was a power play two minutes and 48 seconds in. That would be Klingberg's first goal. Rattelov's first goal and sure got two assists or a second assist of the year. And uh the Dallas is back in this game. They started to pick up a little momentum, but the Blues didn't really let them take that game over in the third. And just about five and a half minutes later, none other than Tarasenko would get his first goal of the year on great passing from Petrangelo.
0: Here's Tarasenko shoots. He scores! Big shot
3: by Tarasenko. Power play goal. Well, I think number ninety-one can shoot the puck. That was incredible. Off the face-off, which you have to win. Stassi bullies it back. Good hands by Shen to punch it back. And a pass by Petrangelo right on the tape. And thanks for coming. There is not much room here on the short side. Over a six-foot-four goaltender on top of his crease. But he makes it count.
2: Nice to see Vladdy get his uh, first goal of the year. I'm sure one of hopefully about 50 to 55. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be more than nice. If Vladimir gets 50 to 55 goals, the Blues are going to do very well. And, uh, hey, when you get him set up like that way from Petrangelo, what a great pass. And how many times have we seen Vladimir Tarasenko on that right or left face-off circle, right in front of it or right around it? Just has that perfect shot. Letting in a 6'3", 6'4". He's not a short goalie. He's not one of these guys 5'11", 6 feet tall that you sometimes can shoot over his shoulder. Vladimir picked a perfect spot, and that's a goal scorer's goal only a goal scorer like himself Ovechkin Ovechkin does that a lot too from from the faceoff circle in on that right and left side shot they find a way to get that puck in and Tarasenko did it uh, we are expecting this out of him and man it was a Tarasenko type goal as i said it's his first of the year it was a power play goal Petrangelo played well again last night had two goals in the first game had two assists He's got his got a second assist last night Shins has got his third assist already Eight minutes and 30 seconds in the Blues are pretty much in control but you know Dallas is the type of team they've got a lot of guys on the team that are proud and they're not going to give up Dallas didn't give up and uh, about 13 minutes and 11 seconds in Matthias Janmark got a goal for his first of the year on a feed from Spezza and it was a beautiful goal to get Dallas back in it at four to two
0: Richie on him picked out of there by Spezza they score Jason Spezza feeds Matthias Janmark. And Janmark, for the first time in a couple of seasons, finds the back of the net. Boy, did he pay a price to score that one. Well, you have to pay the price. What happens? Close support. Pucks behind the net. Brett Ritchie is down there digging around. You've got to come to the puck. It's exactly what Jason Spezza does. He comes into the puck, spots Janmark beating Bortuzzo off the wall. Janmark gets to the front of the net. Perfect pass from Spezza, and in it goes.
2: Another Dallas goal where somebody works hard in the front of the net, and that was Matthias Janmark. He paid the price, went in, got a little roughed up. There were players around him, but Spezza, man, just a great, great feat from Spetzer right there to him. And not a lot of goalies are going to save that. And it gets Dallas back into the game at four to two. That goal would be Yanmark's first of the season. Spetsa gets his first assist. Dallas needs Spetsa to really step it up this year. Uh, you know, they, for He really, really needs to be one of those top two, three players for them. Has to be. And Richie also had an assist his first of the year, 13 minutes and 11 seconds in. Dallas tried to come back, had a few other opportunities, but Jake Stonewalled him, and the Blues win this one 4-2. to two. Before we get to the postgame uh, interviews, let's go ahead and go over the stats. The Dallas Stars fall to 0-2-0. The Blues improved to 2-0-0 with the wins against Dallas and Pittsburgh. Jake Allen, man. 40 shots on goal, and he saves all of them but two. The Blues, on the other hand, only had uh, 21 shots against Lutton, and he lets in four. Not a good night for Lutton, but the Blues really, really put some pressure on him at times. Power play, Dallas was one for four. The Blues were 50%, one for two. Face-offs, the Blues won 53% to 47%. Klingberg's goal would be this first goal when it was a power play goal. Yammark uh, got his goal the first of the season. Uh, Radilov gets his, uh, first assist and Spetsa gets an assist. And as I said, Letnin made 17 of 21 saves. Gunnarsson got his first goal of the year. And actually the first goal in almost two years, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, and then he, uh, Also played well in the rest of the game. Edmondson, another defenseman. What is up with the Blues defenseman scoring? He gets a goal. Schwartzy played hard and played great on that line with Shin. He gets a goal and an assist. Tarasenko gets a power play goal, his first goal of the year. As I mentioned, Shin, who had played great, had two assists. Allen makes 38 out of 40 stops and is just awesome in this game. Let's go ahead and get to the press conference where we're going to hear from a few of the Blues players, Alex Petrangelo and, of course, Jake Allen, who was stellar in the game last night. And we'll end it up with Coach Mike on his thoughts on facing Hitchcock and also having this home opener.
4: Um, you know, they played last night, so the goal was to try and get on quick and, uh, you know, wear them down from the start. So, obviously, the way you want to start every game and, uh, you know, they had some good luck, stayed a lot of chances, a lot of pucks from the outside. I thought, you know, Jake did a good job go clearing away second chances and, um, if we can start every game like that, it's a good thing. To... Alex, four of your six defensemen thus far the season have scored goals already. I mean, how important is that second wave of offense from yeah, the back end? To alleviate some of the pressure of the forwards too, feeling like they got to, you know, do all the work. I mean, everybody's contributing right now. It's what the team's built on. It's uh, what our system is built on, and uh, maybe alleviate you know the forwards from squeezing their sticks a little bit tighter, and when we can uh, contribute. Do you guys find yourselves even. As a- pinching and being more aggressive than usual? Uh, I just think now that we've played the system for a while, went through a training camp, we're just uh, all working as a group of five. We're getting a lot of movement in the offensive zone and um, on the rush, and that's what's creating our opportunities. How important is it to start the season with a couple of victories? I know it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the year. Yeah, against two you know good hockey clubs. Um, we got a long trip ahead of us here, so tonight was a good one. Obviously, we're not going to be home for a while here. Uh, we Come home, and then we go away again. so. Um, Really try to set the momentum here at home, you know, early on, to prepare ourselves for this, these long trips. about well, Jake being
5: good, but how about the save on Ben there at the end yeah, of that it first?
4: He made a lot of good saves. There was, that wasn't the only one, but you know, it's you guys know what he can do. He's done it uh, since he, you know, he's been here. So big save. It, it kind of changed the momentum of the game.
5: That's my job. I feel like if I'm not, I can't really look yourself in the mirror straight. But you know, I. You know, I feel good right now. I feel like I'm practicing well and translating into the games and you know, guys did a good job tonight. We started off really strong, you know, we had our ups and downs during the game, but uh, I think we'll level out here once we after you know, still only the second game.
4: Jake, obviously the job of your defenseman is to defend in their own. But what are you seeing from them in terms of what's leading to so much offensive production from the back end right now? Just
5: making most of their opportunities, you know, they're not sitting back when they have pucks on the blue line, you know, obviously. Throwing pucks to the net is crucial, but you know, keeping your head up and be able to make that extra little play and, and patience with the puck. I, you know, skill- every player is skilled in this league. It doesn't matter if they're a D-man or a forward. And if they have the opportunities and they can make the most of them, I think that's just what they're doing right now.
4: Did an early start on that highlight rail?
5: Uh, yeah. No, I was, you know, just get across cross and get a glove on it. You know, you get some good wood on it and uh, just got the glove there.
4: You Jay, personally when the team is able to get out to such a you know, fast start and, and build a 3 goal lead early
5: uh, to be honest in this league not much uh, I don't th- I think you know I think if we we're in a situation like that too down three nothing we you know we can come right back and I think every team in the league there's so much parity there's so much skill there's so much you know work based on every team you, you can't take your foot off the gas uh, it really doesn't mean a whole lot it's great but at the end of the day we still got to keep going. Make their saves, but I mean, to be able to make that save on Jamie, though, I mean, does that just
2: keep them from getting some momentum there like that late in a period?
5: Yeah, I think that's the key when you get a big lead. I think you try to limit the other team to the momentum. Uh, it's Whether that's taking whistles when sometimes they're unnecessary, or just to slow their game down. And, you know, if we can do that, even clearing pucks into the bench, it's simple things that people don't really realize that, you know, if they get a big shift or a big gain there, just, just to try to stop it. And, and that's the, especially the team like Dallas, you know, they're a very offensive-powered team, and, uh, just limit their momentum.
6: Well, um, obviously, it's a it's a great job by them. Um, it's you know, we believe that we have a group of defensemen that we can get involved. Um, that they have the ability and, and, and on top of that the the hockey sense to, to recognize when it's there and to not put us in a in a vulnerable position. Uh, a lot of credit has to go to the forwards as well. Uh, those types of things, you know, they don't happen if your forwards aren't recovering pucks, if your forwards aren't uh, you know, hanging on to pucks and 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 opening opportunities for, for the D-men to get involved. Um, and then, obviously, you know, if you if you have a real good, strong third man high in the offensive zone, then your D can get involved a little bit more. I was going to you, you, know, the obviously
1: are too there. It just
4: seems like you guys can show you the five-man unit. Yeah. Everything's playing, playing together, playing well. That's,
6: yeah, that's – I mean, the the league's too hard now, you know, and, and it's too fast to try to um, – you know to, to just be stuck in positions all the time and so when you have an opportunity uh you know in the offensive zone then then uh you know the way teams defend you have to you have to have um uh, you know the ability to, to to create some movement to try to take them out of position uh, again you, you the, the the thing you have to make sure of is that you're not putting yourself in a bad position and you're not you know you're not doing it without purpose and you're not doing it without the understanding that there's risk there too. Um but you know whether it's in the offensive zone and creating more movement, whether it's uh, off the rush like we saw against Pittsburgh and uh, and trying to generate more of a four man attack, then uh you know, like I said, it's it's hard to score in this league if, if you're not uh, if you're not taking advantage of those opportunities quickly. To get those three
0: goals there in five minutes take advantage
6: of some situations there. Well I th- I thought that was the- you know, where we really started to get to the offensive zone. That's what we're at best. That, and I, I was anticipating this type of game. I knew it was going to be, you know, where in game one, I think that we, we capitalized in some rush situations. I didn't, I wasn't expecting a lot of that tonight. Um, and then I thought that, uh, you know, after the first three, four minutes, uh, we settled in and we found a way to get to the offensive zone. And that's, you know, going up against them next time, we're going to have to be ready for that because they're not going to give you a lot of rush opportunities. Uh, they don't give you a lot of open ice. You really have to support the well uh, puck well and you really have to execute uh, to get to the offensive zone. They make it hard to get there, um, but then, you know, if, just like anybody, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are defensively. If you, if you defend enough, eventually, you know, you're going to crack. What you think
3: did Jake
6: work? I thought Jake was outstanding. I thought he was really good in game one. And I thought hey, he was outstanding tonight. He, uh, um, a lot, he, he, you know, they, they were throwing a lot of pucks from, from all different angles. Uh, you know, they get in the offensive zone, and their forwards were throwing it almost from the goal line or, you know, throwing it up top, and they were just throwing it there as much as possible. And, and they they had a lot of traffic around the net. It For me, it reminded... Yeah. Me of one of his performances or his performances in the playoffs, the way he was fighting through that traffic and finding a way to see those pucks. And uh, and that's not an easy thing. And, th- and then on top of that, there's going to be some pucks that bounce off people and hang around the net. But he was in control and and uh, held his position well in those. But did it's, it sink in at all that uh,
2: tonight was
6: supposed to be or would have been your first home game as the Blues coach, but because of what happened last year, you already established yourself and, you know, yeah. in the playoffs? Did, did no, him? I can't say that it did, but... Spend a little time thinking about it now, though. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, no, I mean, in all honesty, is uh, for me, I was just, I was excited about the game, and and uh, and you know, I, I could tell that our crowd was was excited, and and they were loud, and it was it was a fun atmosphere. Um, but I also recognized this was a real important game for us. You were heading out on a four-game road trip here. Um, you know, it's a, there's a different feeling if you're going out on the road. You know, now we're, we've we won a couple games, and, and you know, we're, we know that we have a tough road trip, but um, it's just a, these are big games heading into that road trip. So uh, I think that's what, what my focus was.
2: The guys sound really excited. Even Coach Mike sounds excited. You know, he tries to hold his temperament a little bit there because, uh, you know, you can't get too excited. You're only two games in, and you're happy that they won. They've been playing pretty well overall. Uh, The defensemen are coming up in the play and being a huge part because, I mean, where would they be without their defensemen coming up in the play and scoring these goals? They could be 0-2 just like the Stars. So we're very happy they are. Let's continue to do the hard work. They're going to have a hard, hard road trip. They go in Monday at 11, uh, sorry, 12 p.m. Central. They play the Islanders. Yeah, that's right, folks, a noon game on a Monday. Who the heck scheduled that? And then Tuesday, they just go – right down the road, basically, and play the Rangers. That'll be at 6 p.m. Central. They have a day off on Wednesday, Thursday. They play the Panthers at 6.30 p.m. And uh, then they play the Lightning on Saturday at 6 p.m. They will not be home until the 18th, which it will be a big, big night. They're playing the Blackhawks, and the arena should be rocking. So the Blues go 2-0. They have a tough road trip coming up after the wins against Pittsburgh and Dallas. Uh, You know, if they play like they did against Pittsburgh on the road, they're going to have some success against these teams like uh, the Islanders, Rangers, Florida and uh, eventually Tampa. But Tampa's, uh, you know, not look bad. They look pretty good. They put some pretty good games up and they've been playing Florida actually pretty tough. Uh, You know, these teams hate each other. Florida and Tampa do. And the Blues got to play both of them on a Thursday and a Saturday. So it should be some interesting games. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the drop podcast game recap, the blues versus the stars, the first home game of the season and the first time back for former blues coach, Ken Hitchcock. It was a fun night. The blues get the W on some great goaltending uh, by Jake Allen. Nice to see Jake do well. You know, he he let in four goals against Pittsburgh on the first game, but he actually looked pretty good in that game. So uh, let's wish him the best on this road trip. Don't forget to join me after this whole road trip. After each game, we'll be doing the game recaps. We do them after each game. Something big happens in between. You know, there's no game. We'll have a podcast and we'll talk about it. So thanks again for joining me on the Drop Podcast. I've been your host, Lance Descott. Until next time, let's go Blues.